This meeting is being recorded. All right, welcome to the Lindroth Hockey Podcast. Uh, this is Jim, along with Dave Cappy Capuano, uh, joining me here. Andrew is uh, not able to join us here tonight. Dave, did I get your name right? Come on, I said Cappy for crying out loud. You took the easy route, but then you did get it right, Capuano. Yeah. So well, that's good, what Jim. that's what Andrew says all the time. He says, make sure you just say say Cappy first, and then you'll say Capuano. Anyway, good to have you join us, Dave. Nice to be here. All right, so we're going to hit some playoff stuff, but before we do and get your almighty prediction for the year, we are going to talk about what went wrong with Boston and maybe some possible moves Boston needs to make. So here's the general overall question. What happened to Boston? Well, it's almost like the same thing we talk about every year and, and it's it's secondary scoring um it just seems like they you know as the first as Bergeron and, and Marchant seem to get a little older um they just haven't drafted well enough I think and and that secondary scoring hasn't kicked into in, in for them um and I, I think it's it's really hurt them what about defense how did they do this uh playoff series I think defensively they were okay. I, I still think they're, they're lacking that one big headman, obviously, you know, tough to get a headman, but um, you know, McAvoy was fantastic. And I think he's, you know, he's, he's going to be a leader in that group for years. Um, and um, I think they're in good shape defensively. I think with McAvoy there, obviously you'd like to see them to, to get lucky with, with the draft and, and start to revamp up front and back on the back end with, with a good draft class. And um, this D is tough to come by. Yeah, it is. So the Bruins just announced this week, a uh, two year deal with uh, Zaboral. So Andrew really wanted me to ask this question. What do you think that means for Riley uh, Forbert and Grizz? Will one of them have to go. I, you know, I mean, it seems like every year where you go to camp, a defenseman gets hurt. He's out for three months. Another one's out for a month. I think it just add depth, adds depth. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's possible that they, they trade one guy. Um, I, I still think it's a little early. Uh, I'm talking to my brother, Jack today, um, you know, about a lot of the, a lot of these questions you're asking about different teams. And, and he did say it, it's, it's still early in the process and um, teams are going to sit back and, and really value um, what they have to do for their organizations. What do you think about uh, Swayman and Olmark? I thought they all played pretty well, uh, given, you know, how the Bruins, you know, didn't have that scoring. How, what do you, what's your take on, we'll just take one at a time, Olmark. I think they're both very good NHL goalies. Um, but as you watch the playoffs, you need an elite goalie to win a Stanley Cup. Now, will Swayman or Almach be that guy? I don't think Almach will be that guy, but does Swayman have the capabilities to be that guy? Possibly, possibly, but um, it's, a, it's, a, it's difficult to predict that. Uh, he's a big kid, but again, you have to, you have to sometimes get lucky with some of these guys. And, and I, 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 don't, I don't know. I go back and look at Tampa Bay and 
Tampa Bay is just, you know, are they lucky or they just draft the best every single year? Yeah, that's, that is true. So um, Andrew wanted me to note this as well. You have uh, Allmark has a still a three year, I guess, no trade contract with the Bruins, a smart move or not a smart move for Sweeney. I think I might have lost Dave. You might have pressed the uh, wrong button here. We're talking uh, about Allmark with his no trade clause for three years. Okay, Dave. So again, the three year no trade contract for Allmark. Is that a good move for Sweeney? I don't think it's a bad move. I think he's got two years left. And I think that if, if they want to move him, um, if someone wants Olmach, I think Olmach would have the choice to go, and I think he would. It, that's a decision he could make. But I think Olmach is a very good backup goaltender, if not a starting goaltender. But again, you want to get to the final prize. You know, you need elite. I mean, you look at when, when Boston won the cup. Thomas was elite. Um, Again, looking at Tampa Bay, he has been elite again in this playoffs. Yeah, oh, he, he has, he has. So let's switch real quick to the question that is on social media everywhere, and it's what the Bruins could do with Cassidy, Sweeney, and even Neely. Is it time for a coaching change, a GM change? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Or... Is it more or less like, uh, you know, same, same drama every year? People blame coaches and et cetera, et cetera. What are your thoughts? I think Cassidy's been there. Has it been five years? I think it's been five, maybe six. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's got a great record. He's got a great record getting to the playoffs. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure it's 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 always the coach, but at some point you have to someone's gonna have to go. And whether it's Sweeney, Neely, or Cassidy, I obviously if Sweeney or Neely goes, I think Cassidy goes. Um, but I don't think I don't think Neely's going anywhere. I think if anything, you know, it would be a Sweeney Cassidy thing. Um and I and I, you know, I I, I do think that. I would not be surprised if Cassidy goes and Sweeney and Neely stay and Cassidy goes. Yeah. And is it, is, do you think that Sweeney might be feeling a lot of pressure? He's been there quite a long time. We've talked too much about the 2015 uh, draft and all of that. Uh, but, you know, he's also has McAvoy. He's also has Pasternak. So he's done some good things. So do you think that Sweeney's feeling the heat? I heard Neely was trying to sign Sweeney back, but uh, they waited till the off season, which kind of surprised me a little bit. What, what are your thoughts about that rumor mill? I don't think that Sweeney's, I think Sweeney's done a, a really good job at signing guys for good money. I think that he's, um, he's a comp with Pasternak, Marchant, and Bergeron for what they play for compared to a lot of the other stars in the league play for. Um, I think, I think he's done a great job in that aspect of it. 
obviously the aspect of drafting, maybe hiring the wrong scouts, the wrong personnel. I think that's a big issue. And I think that's the side that Sweeney needs to figure out because I, they have drafted McElroy, they have drafted Pasternak, but if you look up and down that lineup, there's not a lot else that they have drafted coming up on that second, third, fourth line that has helped them over the last three or four years. How can Tampa be so successful in every single guy they draft and the Bruins not get lucky with one of them? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Bergeron. Um, I know that we, we chatted uh, uh, just personally between each other. I don't know if you've, uh, if you uh, change your prediction, what do you think about Bergeron? Do you think he's, uh, is he's all done and he's ready to retire? I think again, at the end of the season, he probably was thinking he was, but when you have two or three months to go and you're done playing and you're feeling better and your body's not killing you and you're not all banged up, I think there's going to be a part of him that wants to come back. Um, and I, and I, I kind of do believe if he does come back, he's, he's going to come back as a Boston Bruin. Um, but again, that's, I think it's too early in the season, too early in the off season uh, for these guys to make a decision. But I think once he does make that decision, maybe possibly you'd see him in the front office. Okay. Andrew wanted to ask this question. So the Bruins have a couple players, uh, obviously unprotected here. Uh, Stanika, uh, Bergeron, who we just talked about and Lazar. Uh, and Andrews told me that we only have 4.5 million in cap space. Um, what do you think the Bruins will do? Or what do you think the Bruins should do is Stanika and Lazar? And, of course, Bergeron. They still get to sign Bergeron. Well, from what I'm hearing, they love Lazar. They love the way he plays. They, they think he's the ultimate Bruin. So I, I kind of would not be surprised if they do re-sign him. Um, I know that he does have interest, too. They were talking that, that there's interest out there in other teams that, uh, that would be interested in him. As far as, again, I think as far as everything goes with Studnicker, it's going to make a difference on what Bergeron does. Um, I think they obviously crazy not trying to re-sign Studnicker because he's still young enough. He's a center. And I think that, you know, one more year in, in this league, you know, at, at, at the worst, he's a very good candidate to trade, making a trade down the stretch for somebody that you can plug in and win a Stanley Cup. But I, I almost feel like, you know, they got to give him an opportunity to play at center. What do you think the Bruins can do, if anything, offseason to help with the secondary scoring that they're lacking? Well, it's tough because they're in this process of, of almost like a rebuilding process. Marchand's getting older. Bergeron might retire. So you got, you got Pasternak. So if you're thinking about trading anybody, Pasta might be the guy you're trading. I mean, he's the guy that's the value guy that if you want to go back into a rebuild that you might get two or three good young players for. And, you know, people might think you're crazy for saying crazy for saying it, but when you think about it, um, if you're going to rebuild, that's probably the guy you're going to move. Yeah. Yeah. I interesting. Interesting. So, um, Oh, we, I don't think, uh, maybe we did talk about this. Um, uh, Lindholm, obviously we signed him for like until he's 90 years old. Um, <laughs> A good move for the Bruins. I like the kid. <clears throat> Very good skating defenseman. I wasn't, there's nothing that he did in the playoffs that jumped out to me, but there's nothing he didn't 
did do that that I was like, you know, not surprised or or disappointed with. Very good, solid defenseman in the NHL. Will play four, five, six more years with with McAvoy, and I think it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's showing you, Jim, how hard it is to get a good defenseman in this league. They, you know, and again, you know, going back to Tampa Bay, you know, we, we talked about it and I talked about it early. They they were making a push the last two weeks of the season, the last time we talked, and I said, you know, don't sleep on them because they smell it. And when they start smelling it, you know, all of a sudden the goalie's waking up now again. And, um, you know, they're, they won two Stanley cups, you know, maybe, maybe that second half of, towards the end middle of the season, they got a little lapse waiting for the playoffs. Cause that's what they're playing for. So again, they made great trades. They, 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 that third line they got has played fantastic and their stars have been their stars. I mean, you need, uh, your stars to be your stars. And I think Boston had that at home, but Boston couldn't, those stars couldn't bring it on the road to, to win them a series. Yeah. And it was sort of strange. I don't know if it was just weird phenomenon, but the whole home ice advantage really uh, played out for Boston, Carolina for both teams. So as a, as a player, Dave, how important is home ice advantage? I, I thought it was a, a little important, but to those teams, it seemed to make all the difference in the world. Well, it's, it's funny, Jim. You can go with the parity in the league. You can go and say home ice is so important. But then you get some teams that are winning the Stanley Cup and be terrible at home throughout the whole playoffs. And that's happened in the years past, too. You have teams that – can't score on a power play and still want to stay in the cup. That's happened too. But in general, if you look at the goalie and you look at the special teams, those are, those are the two assets that you're bringing to the table. Those are teams. That's a team that's going to be in the Stanley cup finals. And right now you have Tampa Bay and right now you cannot sleep as much as I like Carolina. You cannot sleep on the New York Rangers. Okay. All right. So let me ask a, another former player question here. So it is the playoff high intense. People are getting hurt. I thought when Lindholm basically got concussed out, um, he never came back at a hundred percent. How do you guys deal with being banged up? And I mean, could have a significant injury like Lindholm had with that hit. Um, how can you play through that? And what goes through your mind when things might not be going great on the ice. Well, Jim, I think there's two different kinds of injuries. I think you're blocking shots, you're getting, you know, bruises and bangs and, and those type of injuries. But I think when you're getting concussions like he did, I think it's totally a different game because you're, you know, you're, you're, you're waiting for your head to, to unswell and your, and your brain to, to, to get better. Um, you know, sometimes I think they bring these guys back too soon. Uh, I'd like to see them keep them out longer when they have concussions, because I think 20 years down the road, I think it, it, it really comes into play in life. Um, but I think there's two different sides to that. I think everybody in the NHL, I'm sure you walk in the locker room right now, Jim, everybody in that room is banged up somehow. There's no question. But when you get a concussion like he did, I think that there's no way he could come back and play to his capabilities right away like that. 
there's a lot of um, coaching vacancies that are available here. And I think we have um, actually a guy I like, Bonus. Uh, I think he just uh, parted ways with Dallas. And you've got, was it Vancouver's up like that? Do you predict we're going to see a lot more uh, organizations do a complete coaching change, assistance gone, video coaching gone? Well, usually when a new coach comes in, he's bringing in basically a whole new team, right? So bonus, I thought stepped down. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he got, if he fired or stepped down. I thought he stepped down. He, he um, stepped down, but I think it was like a, an, a, some mutual agreement. I don't know. Okay. Um, as far as, you know, you got other, a lot of other vacancies and Vegas is open. I think you're going to have, you know, the same kind of names resurfacing that we always hear. Obviously, um, a name that I'd like to hear would be, you know, Jack Capuano, because I think um, I think he could bring a lot to the table to a lot of a team with the experience that he's had, especially to a younger uh, rebuilding team, maybe a, a Bruins team that's going to be rebuilding, you know. Um, but there are again, you get the you seem to get the Bruce Boudreaux and, the, and those type of names that just keep resurfacing. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to your predictions here in the playoffs, but before I do uh, just give me a, you know, whatever pops into your head here, as far as what's going on. So you've got Carolina with the Rangers, like you said, uh, Carolina strong. Don't count out the Rangers, Carolina uh, up to one. Um, who again, think, who do you think home series home teams, won, home teams won every game. Yep. So the Carolina is basically, um, what are they six and zero at home and zero and four three zero and four on the road one three on the road so they they need to win a road game Carolina needs to figure it out and win a road game uh, I think the the Carolina's goalie is playing well enough to win a series but I I just think that the Rangers have a lot of depth I think those younger players are playing well. Um, and I think every single game those, that those young guys get better. So um, I think that's going to be a hell of a series. And I, and, I, and I think either one of those two teams can make a push to the, to the Stanley Cup because of, I think, Carolina is so good defensively. They're six deep back there. No super superstars, but every single defenseman is really good. I think um, the Rangers, their stars are going to be their stars. Their goalie's playing fantastic. Yep. And their special teams have been great. So again, Carolina, Carolina's penalty killing tremendous. Rangers power play has been tremendous. What what gives the rest of the series is who's going to win that series. This one will be an easy one. Obviously, Lightning are getting ready to sweep the Panthers. What what's gone wrong for the Panthers? Well, you got the two-time Stanley Cup champs that everybody's counting out. Number <laughs> one, uh, and you got the best goalie in the NHL. So, yeah, he's he's um, clearly the best goalie, clearly. So you, you run into that in the playoffs, and we talk about it every year. Florida had the best team in the NHL from start to finish, and I, you know, sad to say, I don't think they're going to come back and win four against this team. It has happened, but I don't think it's going to happen. And I think if you look at – we talk about special teams. I think Florida's – I don't I know they were like 0 for 27 on the power play. So there is no way you're going to win – it's surprising they won one series with their power play so bad, 
There's no way they're going to beat Tampa Bay with their power play that bad. You have the uh, battle for Alberta there with Flames and Oilers. Flames up 2-1. What do you think of going on in that series? Tremendous. Tremendous. I mean, I'm obviously the first two games were uh, high-scoring games. Uh, I, I, was, I fell asleep the first game, but I know I woke up. It was a, a 9-6 game. I didn't know if it was a, a half for a football score. Yeah. But, um, you know, just – McDavid has just been I, – I, McDavid has just been 10 times better than he was all season, if that's possible. His effort has – I talked about this early on with the Bruins on how the Bruins needed to step up and someone needed to step up, play physical, play hard, be a leader, and I just didn't see that with any of the Bruins. And I'm watching McDavid, who offensively is – obviously one of the best players in the world, if not the best. And he's out there finishing checks every single night now and <clears throat> taking the body, blocking shots. When you have your leader doing that, that whole team automatically gets better. What about Blues and Avalanche? And what do you think of uh, – I didn't see it, but uh, I guess oh. Cadre and Bennington – uh, had an incident. Uh, I, I don't know too much about it. But anyway, what about the series? I'm so disappointed with this, Jim. My sleeper pick tonight for you was going to be St. Louis to win the cup. I thought I thought St. Louis would, would, would win the cup or at least make a good push to get to the finals. And I, I, did, I was watching the game when it happened. I don't think Cadre I, – I don't think – I don't think he – purposely did it but again if you look at his past record you don't know what went through his head for that one second to to do something but it just looked like he was going for the loose puck and then he kind of hit the other like kind of hit the other guy I don't think he had any intentions of that guy hitting the going goalie and it's kind of a little bit of a stretch but again it's him involved so you know it's kind of when Marchant was going through his his years and you know it's it's one of those things, but again, I'm I'm very disappointed because I just think St. Louis has the deepest team. They have it seems like they have 12 guys that have scored 20 goals or more in that lineup, and I just think that they, you know, they don't they don't read the papers, they don't care, they play under that that coach, and and they're out there and they know that they can win, and and it's just disappointing that he got hurt. Yeah. All right. So here comes. Capuano's prediction that Jim's going to place money on, and he's got to do it rather quickly. <laughs> so here we go, Dave. What's the prediction for 2022 Stanley Cup winner? I've pondered this and pondered it, and I just, I just keep coming up with Tampa Bay. Um, I just, I, my only fear is that I don't know what the status is on point. I think if Point comes back, even if he has to miss another series, I think if Point comes back healthy, rested, that they can they can push and win another Stanley Cup. Well, I you know I I I agree. You know, watching them the last this series with Florida, you know Vasilevsky so hot and so strong. Yeah, I I I think Tampa's got a chance to take it all the way again. I think the hockey world will hate that, especially all the Canadians. But, uh, you know, 
what can you do? You can't, you can't do anything, Jim, but hockey's so hard to predict because of injuries. Again, I think St. Louis would have beat Colorado. And I think St. Louis would have got to the Stanley cup finals if Bennington didn't get hurt. So one injury, you know, obviously Hedman goes down, Tampa's done. The goalie goes down, Tampa's done. So, but if everybody stays healthy, I think Tampa's going to be there. All right. There you go. You heard it. Um, we, we don't have sports betting out here, but uh, I'm going to put money on it. I've got my ways to do that. But uh, a lot of people, uh, I don't understand the whole spreads and everything, but uh, uh, listeners, Tampa Bay, Dave said it. We won't give Dave's address out in case somebody puts 10 grand on the game. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Dave, we can't thank you enough. And, uh, you know, if we if we have some Bruins movement or some really big, you know, Bruins uh, deals and coaching move and GMs will definitely have to have you back on. But uh, uh, we'll say goodbye off air. But I want to just thank you on air for coming on and sharing your uh, predictions and giving us a little insight to uh, what the Bruins can do to improve. Well, no problem, Jim. I always enjoy talking to you.